welcome to a Tech Monday, and I was about to say Tech Friday. Um, today's one is a special episode because I've now officially been avoiding talking about Android for roughly about 18 months, so um, it's good that I'm talking about it again. And I did, have, even though I do have my faithful Samsung Z Flip 3 with me, because it's the only thing that works probably with my coffee machine, um, it, it's faithfully always by my bed, but very sadly, it really only gets used for the Coffee Link app. Um, so I, I spent the weekend updating it, updating my Galaxy Watch, updating my Galaxy Buds, uh, and making sure that I had all my favorite apps still on the, the phone, which I do. So what I thought I'd do, first of all, is just have a bit of a general chit chat about Android first. So a couple of things that um, I do like about the Android interface in particular um, is that it doesn't matter wherever you're at the home screen, where you've got all your main icons on the screen when you open the phone up or unlock it, whatever. Always down the bottom, you have three buttons. You've got a home in the middle, you know, back on the left, and you've got a recent items on the right, which is sort of like the app switcher in if you're in the iOS, iPhone type person. Um, on my Samsung, I added another icon to the home screen just above the recents icon, which is on the right hand side, and that's the apps icon. Because um, one thing that I always forget to do when I'm at the main home screen is the fact that I can scroll down vertically down. Uh, to get to the app screens. I always forget that. So I, I just whack a apps icon on the home screen and that takes me to the, all the apps. Um, the way you scroll, and this is me particularly talking about TalkBack, the screen reader for Android. The way you scroll around on Android is you don't do three fingers like you do on the iPhone with VoiceOver. It's two fingers. So two fingers left and right or two fingers up and down the screen is your scrolling function. Um, and similar thing to what happens on the iPhone. So wherever you go into, when you go into an application and you go down to the bottom and you tap on the, you know, the soft, because these are only icons, they're not real buttons. You, you tap on the home button. Uh, of course, you double tap on it because we're talking about a screen reader. It takes you back to the home screen. Um, but one really cool thing is again about Android is that you can back out of a screen as many times as you like, even though it may not have a, what they call a navigation or a back button at the top of the screen. So that's what the back button's for. It's back. You can either use it to go to a previous screen and application or keep going to the cows come home, so to speak, and it'll take you back to the home screen as well. So that's also an, another really good feature. The third feature of Android that I actually really, really, really like, and some people sort of love this and some people don't, but you can get these lovely magical things called launches. And this is one thing that I wish 100% that um, iPhone would do. So a launcher is a way of completely redoing your home screen interface. Um, so you can have like a large print launcher. You can have just an OK Google launcher for OK Google. And there goes my other, there goes my Samsung because I said it. How can I be of service? Uh, no, thank you. You can just go back to sleep. Thank you very much. Um, so all Hi, you found the new bedtime routine. What? <laughs> Did I? Didn't think I was looking for the go bedtime to sleep, routine. David. Oh, no. Let me just close my phone. Thank what you. What time should I set the alarm? Oh, anytime you like, dear. See what she says. No, Sorry, I've... it looks like two lights aren't available right now. 
Oh my god. What, what, what was I talking about Android before? Oh, yeah, launches. Uh, hopefully, I, I need to update again. <laughs> I she's working. She's all right. It's my fault. Um, so, yeah, so launches you can have different. So, you, in particular, you can get very good launches for seniors that have got very big icons, um, very big text, and only a certain amount of icons on the screen. So, and the, the really one good thing about that is um, Apple's doing a very similar thing tomorrow when, as we. <laughs> as I talk about tonight, to iOS 17. So they're talking about having a simple grid where you might have like three icons across, three icons down, big text, and then big icons for, for seniors or people that want a simple interface. Now that's already in all these different launches you can get for Android. There is one specific launcher which Vision Australia actually sells and what it does is it's an actual talking launcher. So you don't have to even go anywhere near the Android operating system. You don't have to go anywhere near settings. You don't have to go anywhere notifications. You don't have to go anywhere. You just stay inside this very nice, safe, talking large print system, which is either menu driven by you know swiping around or choosing numbers on the screen. And it replicates pretty much most of the things you would do with a smartphone. So things like um, accessing YouTube, accessing the internet, uh, scanning in, you know, off a document, um, uh, accessing Skype, sending and receiving messages, um, phone calls, accessing internet radio, uh, accessing podcasts. It's all done within this same system. And then if you want to, you can then go out to a thing that says exit to Android. And then that takes you out of that very, very safe launcher back to the standard Android. And then you can use your whatever the Android device, device has got. Um, so it's called Synaptic, S-Y-N-A-P-P-T-I-C, Synaptic, S-Y-N-A-P-P-I-T. And it works really nice. And like I said, it's you can use it with both um, a large print you don't have to use it for speech if you don't want to um and like i said it's all menu driven so i think there's about four or five options on each screen you can go back to the previous and the next screen um you can go into an application and still have these menu driven systems so it's literally all menu driven so if you can imagine going into a main menu and then sub menu and then you would choose maybe that sub menu and go into an, another sub menu and so on so it's all menu, it's all menu driven very straightforward to use uh, and that works on basically any android operating system so if it's a, a phone or a tablet um i've got it running here on my z flip 3 and i've also had it running on one of my samsung tablets it's, it's fine the only difference between the two of them is that if you run it on a system that does, does not have a phone in it um of course in reality it takes away the phone function because it assumes that you can't use the phone function because you don't have a phone SIM card in it. Uh, and that's the, really the only difference between running it on a tablet versus a, um, a phone. So and the, the fourth reason, again, why Android is a little bit on the better side with um, than iOS is, and this is for geeky type people, it's completely 100% accessible as in far as changing things on the screen. So 
you can change your text size, you can change your icon sizes, you can change the, the spacing, um, you can change different applications to use other applications. So if you don't want to use, you know, the default email client or the default web browser or the default whatever else, um, you can make up your own mind. Unlike iPhone in, in a main way, where you really only have choice to use automatic Siri, if you like, yes, you can go and use, you know, AK, I won't say it. You can also use Google. I'm going to stop myself then. You can also use Google and Amazon Alexa, but in a very basic way with um, the um, Android. So for my Z Flip 3 here, I, if I hold in the Bixby button on the side, which is the power button, I can use um, Bixby. So that's the Samsung's voice assistant. If I if tap and hold on my home button on the screen, I can use the Amazon Alexa app. And if I like, I just made a mistake, then if I say the magic words, okay, and the G word, um, then I can also use the Google Assistant. And that works really, really nicely. So whatever I'm doing, um, I've got the choice of using three personal assistants. Um, and while I've sort of mentioned Amazon, one of the things that, that irritates me somewhat on um, on the iPhone where you can't purchase things sometimes inside an app because the developer or the manufacturer doesn't want to spend money on, you know, giving whatever it is, 30% to Apple. They want to make their own money. But both inside the Audible app and the Kindle app from Amazon, you can actually uh, review, search and pay for your own audio books or your Kindle books, which I quite love. Um, as a very rabid ebook and audible book listener, um, I just love the fact that I can go, oh, there's a new, there's a new title in a series I've been reading. Because um, the other day I discovered that I've got 300, 368 series on my phone. So now rather than going and buying random books now, I've decided to try and restrict myself to new books just coming out in those series. So I just bought a couple of new books over the weekend. Um, and just because I could, I went and did it on the um, Audible app on my, on my Samsung phone. Um, there's a caution that we always say at Vision Australia is that when you're buying Android, unless you know somebody else that's had a good experience with using whatever brand Android you might be looking for, um, we highly suggest people use Samsung at the moment because if you use, uh, what's that, Michael, what's that thing? Was it, is it called Optima, um, Optal, IPT? There's some, or op, there's some. Oppo. Oppo, that's the one I was looking for, yeah. That one plays havoc with TalkBack. Um, when I was down in Parramatta working down there a couple of years ago, every time anybody brought one of those phones in, it, it, it was a great phone. But as soon as you tried to run top back on it, the whole thing went haywire. Um, you couldn't swipe properly. You couldn't scroll properly. Um, it was almost like the, the, when you tried to, you know, touch a button and then double tap on it, it would jump away from it. Um, so that's why as a default, Vision Australia always recommends Samsung. Um, we don't really recommend anything outside that because at the end of the day, we're the ones that have to support it for our clients. So that's why we tend to stick to samsung um although before we were live today for the podcast um michael did mention the razor r-a-z-r 
uh, the new flip phone from Motorola, which sounds extremely interesting. Um, because again, uh, and I keep saying this is not this, you can't do this stuff on the, on the iPhone, which also really irritates me. Um, number one, you can't assign a proper answer and a hang up function on an iPhone. So I know Siri has recently got the hang up function for phone calls, but on Android for a very, very long time, you could always associate the, the volume up button to answer a call um, and on mine I've changed it a bit so it may be on other phones you can press volume down to hang it up but I don't think so I think it's normally the power button to hang up a call um, I've just changed mine because I don't touch my volume button when I'm on a phone call so at the moment my volume up does answer and my volume down does hang up um, but I think normally under accessibility settings um, it's normally your power button used to hang up now you can't do those functions assign those sort of functions to um to the phone the, the second thing you can't do in um on the ios system is that you can't assign actions to not many other buttons on the screen so we know we, we can always press you know um our side button on the phones three times to turn off an accessibility feature or the overall accessibility function on the Android side of things, you can assign to your power button, you can assign to your volume button, and you can assign to your power button and your volume up or volume down buttons, at least on my Z Flip 3 you can. So again, something else that you cannot do. So um, when the iPhone first came out in 2009, um, we had a lot of people saying, I hate doing this two-finger double-tap business to answer a phone call or to hang it up. I feel really awkward. I feel like I'm an idiot because I can't do it properly. Whereas for Android users, you get an incoming phone call, and if you set up the button under accessibility shortcuts, you simply press volume up to answer the call, and you press your power button to hang up the call. Nice physical hardware button. None of this two-finger double-tap thing mucking around. And the, the next thing you can do is, excuse my son talking very loudly behind me, um, the other thing you can do is you can also, on the, the flip phone, because it opens and closes, I've got my phone set up so that when I open the phone up, up like the old-fashioned Nokia phones, it answers the call. When I close the phone, it actually hangs up the call. So again, I'm not having to, you know, ever touch the screen and do the two finger double tap or find the green or the red button i just simply open the phone up it answers the call close the phone and and off i go again the next thing it's really funny michael i keep going the next thing that that iphone doesn't do you, you think i'd love android at this right wouldn't you <laughs> you're a fanboy i know it david so uh, I'll get to the overall reasons why I still quite can't get to, to Android, but um, as you can tell so far, the operating system and the hardware is absolutely fantastic. I have no issues recommending um, an Android phone for the hardware and, and the operating system. They really have done an absolutely amazingly a, a brilliant job. So the next thing you can't do on an iPhone um, now, I think I'm right about this, Michael, so you can correct me because I don't have an iPhone 14 
but can you charge another device off the back of your phone if you need to i believe not okay because on my uh on my samsung one and i think it was even on my s10 michael i could be wrong about that one but you've got a thing called wireless charging so if your battery is above 30 percent, you turn it on under battery advanced settings you pop your you know your q or your qi enabled charging things so whether it's a, a pair of airpods uh, my galaxy pod buds um my samsung watch whatever it might be you'll get this really cute little dribbling sound which is lovely um and start ch charging it and then when you take it and when you take it off again it actually stops charging the device on the back and if the phone itself gets below 30 percent it will automatically turn off the charger on the back of the phone so you're left with a bit of battery um in the phone and i love that feature um a few my times galaxy I, note had it and i never ever used it didn't you? I, use, I use it all the time <laughs> God, well particularly when i spend two and a half hours traveling to and from um from sydney when my poor iphone 12 pro gets a bit thirsty for battery i actually put my i put my iphone on the back of my z flip 3 phone and, and give a bit of extra charge works well you never know what you catch from that. Uh, well, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, no, horrible, horrible Android bits. You, you don't know what you're getting. Um, so that's good. So yeah. So look, and look, the only the other thing that I that I always say to people is to think to I think to look about an Android phone in particular is try and have a look at whether the phone has a spot for your fingerprint sensor because. On my S10, the fingerprint sensor is under the screen. Now, for the life of me, I can never remember to put my finger on the right spot for my fingerprint to register. Whereas on the, the Z Flip 3, the touch, the touch area is actually on the power button. So as soon as I put my finger over the power button, just hold it over it, it actually unlocks the phone. Um, and I think on it used to be on the previous pixels. I don't know about the new one. But the fingerprint sensor used to be its own little spot right in the middle of the back where you put your hand. Um, I know everybody complained about that, but I preferred it. Well, so well, the, I thought the it was screen. a good idea. Yeah. It's too hard to find on the screen. Like, I suppose mm. if you sight it and you can see the, the mark where it, it shows you the picture, but yeah, um, I preferred it. And the, the S10e I used for my coffee machine, it has it on the power button as well. Mm. Yeah, it just makes it just makes more sense. Yep. So that's the only thing I'll say to people. Look, if you're looking for a phone, I mean, I've I've now always said that we recommend people do Samsung anyway, but try and get something that from a. I mean, if you want to use Face ID, go for it. I never like quite liked Face ID on the the Android phones. Touch ID is perfect. It always works really nicely, as far as I can tell. Um, so that's that's the overall reasons, I guess, why I find the hardware and the operating system for Android so good. Um, and one final thing I should probably say, because I can't believe I've forgotten it, you can expand the memory in Android phones. Hooray! Um, of course, which you can't do on the iPhone or the iPad for that matter. Um, Not all of them. Which ones? Which ones can you expand now? uh i'm not sure if the s23 has it <gasps> they're taking away the, i'm, I'm not certain the i'm not slot. certain I, I just recall something about it maybe it's the next one i don't know okay well, you, well check that out because again if you can get the if you can get more memory rather than paying for it in the phone if you've got a little spot for your little your little 
whatever it is, a micro SIM or a nano SIM memory card, um, that's not a bad way to go either because that'll give you a lot more storage um, actually in the phone. And if you happen to be like me, you can take the memory card out of your phone, pop it into your computer, and then copy your files to and from, from it. Or another thing that you can't do in iOS properly is if you particularly if you've got windows don't get me started on mac and android because that's not a nice experience um if you plug your your android phone into windows you can literally use the phone as an external hard drive or a usb stick apologies I'm, I'm incorrect too the s23 does have expandable memory okay thanks i just asked a lady <laughs> oh <laughs> good job I'm, I'm, look fact checking on the fact checking on, on the live got to make sure I'm professional Dave. Really, really. I know because you've been recording I can go Michael you said <laughs> um, so yeah <clears throat> so that's a really good thing particularly on Windows you can just uh, pop it in and, and, and off it goes so so that's like I said that's all the stuff I love about the operating system and the hardware now let's talk about accessibility and this is where overall android doesn't quite get there and when i say doesn't quite get there i'm really talking about for completely blind people i'm not talking about for low vision or for people that need um different ways of touching the screen or for people with hearing issues uh people that want to use switch control want to use voice control that stuff works really nicely what doesn't work too well is the screen reading part of the whole deal because I, Michael and I were talking about this before we went, went live again today, was the fact that um, if I'm in Chrome and I'm on a website, let's just keep it simple and say it's, you know, www.visionaustralia.org and the main page of Vision Australia. If I change the navigation to say headings for the screen reader and then I flick up and down the screen to go heading by heading, what happens is there's probably about uh probably about two tenths of three tenths of a weight um between it's between me flicking down and it's saying heading to and then the name of the heading um so it's it's a bit on the sluggish side um so that's number one sometimes in edit fields when i you know because it's a screen reader i've got a you know, I touch first to find out what it is, or I swipe left and right to find out what it is. And then when I find an edit field, I double tap with one finger. And sometimes when I double tap on an edit field, whether that's me to type in a search or whether it's to fill in a form like first name and last name, sometimes the editing cursor doesn't happen properly. And then depending on what keyboard I'm using, and I might get you to come on this song too, Michael, is that if I'm using the Samsung default keyboard, after I type in about three or four characters, the Samsung keyboard gets very sluggish. So when I normally I take my finger around the keyboard, so it says, you know, A, S, F, G, blah, blah, blah. And then I get to the letter I want to take my finger off. So that works about th for the first three or four characters. After that, the keyboard for some reason either won't talk anything on the keyboard or I'll have to randomly touch something where I think the keyboard is and double tap on it and then the keyboard comes back. If I switch to the Google keyboard itself, excuse me, it's fine. And Michael, have you had any issues with TalkBack at all with using keyboards on Android at all? Oh, sorry, is that something? 
No, it was uh, to Michael. But yeah, oh, you can talk out. Go on. Oh, actually, um, yeah, I've um, rather than use the keyboard the way you use it, which is very good, of course. Um, yeah, I've got the uh, the talk fetch. You talk into the keyboard, and it'll type for you. Yeah, voice recognition. Um, yep. Yeah, voice recognition. Yeah, that works works very well. Like, uh, yep. Yeah, I tried an app which was developed in um, 2012 or something. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe how much diff- how much difficulty it was to get it to understand you compared to like just Google now, just understand you all the time really easily. Yeah. yeah. And look, I must say that the voice dictation is better than Siri. Siri is appalling at the moment. I'm sorry, it's not Siri. Siri is the voice assistant. The dictation part of the system is terrible because half of things I say now in dictation on the iPhone doesn't come out properly. And I found that dictation on Android um, is a lot better. If somebody want to give me a, if I wanted to put a, a percentage on, I'd say, 70% for iOS, 100% for, for, for um, Android. Because um, the other thing that I, that I always check is, especially if you're posting on forums and writing emails to people, people these days, and I don't know if it's a new thing, but people are getting very grumpy about punctuation, capitalization, and that sort of stuff. So after I voice dictate, um, I always go back and jub- double check my capitalization my punctuation and that sort of stuff particularly if i'm sending an email or i'm posting on twitter or mastodon um because i don't know people just seem to be lately a bit more grumpy um about you know not not having the correct writing style and i've had a few people have said well i'm you know i'm blind i couldn't help it and people come back and say well i'm sorry but you can't use an excuse for being blind i can't see the screen because that's what your screen reader is for the screen reader is there for, for check for checking stuff and there's been some quite sort of not quite nasty comments, but I've noticed on AppleViz.com in particular, um, people are getting quite pedantic about people not not posting or writing stuff properly. So it just seems to be one of those things again these days. Uh, yes, yeah, mate. Yeah, sorry, Dave. I was I was out of the room, but yes, right. I have problems with the keyboard as well. And again, my apologies for bringing up an old topic, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I've got two assistants arguing with each other about whether the S23 has the card or not, but, but one says it does, one says it doesn't, so I'm going neutral. All right, so we'll check it out for further. So sorry, if, Earl. Sorry, Earl, do you, oh, yeah. you want to make another point? Oh, sorry, no, I wasn't going to make a point. I was just going to ask, sorry, uh, as you know, I'm visually impaired. Uh, how do you check punctuation like uh, well, when if you're, you're voice dictate? Yep, so... After your voice dictate, and this is where you've got to use that screen reader we, we, that we mentioned about last week. So it's so Talkback is the name of the screen reader. So if you go into settings, accessibility, and right at the top, it actually does say. I think it's. I think it might even say vision, vision impairment or blind or something like that. But inside that, oh, so you use Talkback to. So I use Talkback, yeah. Oh, yeah. So when I go, so when I go into the edit field, I. You know, I flick left and right to put it in between, you know, word, character, paragraph, put it on character, character, and I do one finger flick down and go, oh, God, I didn't spell. You've got to do it one letter at a time. Yeah. My my favourite word that I always get wrong and my wife laughs hilariously is I can't spell the word yogurt properly. Um, So I always voice dictate that bit um, because in the past I used to try and type it and um, there used to be very funny comments about our shopping list. So Um, so that's, yeah, so... Voice dictation. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I keep forgetting about voice dictation. 
Um, and keep in remember too, like Android, like the iPhone, you can also use total um, voice control. So you can say, open an app. So I can say, open Audible. And then I can say, press the play button if the play button's on the screen. And that'll activate the, the, the play button or the pause button or whatever else it might be. So that's that's also quite possible as well. So um, if you were so if you were browsing, like I was saying, it's just a little bit finicky with talkback. Um, I find the I don't like the default email program in um, in Android, and I don't like the Gmail application either. I just find it a little bit hard. Not so much to navigate, but there seems to be more junk on the screen to get past. And, and so what I mean by that is with iOS, I can put it into what's called a navigation mode, which says if there's a thing called a toolbar, so toolbars are those things which group icons together. So you might have a toolbar that says, I don't know, send, delete, edit. So all those three icons are a toolbar. Now on Android, I'd have to flick through each one of those. On the iPhone, it'll just say toolbar to me. And then if I want to go and have a look at what's inside the toolbar, because based on experience, I know what things are in it, then I can go inside that toolbar. So it means I I don't have to, you know, keep going flick, 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 you know, word by word or item by item past all this stuff on the screen. Um, so that's just a, a little bit thing to make yourself a little bit faster. Um, the other thing which is probably getting a little bit better with talkback these days but the the commands are still there and you don't have to use if you don't want to um these are all the angled gestures that people keep talking about so normally with um with a screen reader on a touch screen you you know you flick up and down you flick left and right and then you know three finger flick left and right for talkback um or two finger flick left and right and and certain other commands that you've got to do but Talkback Android also introduces these angled commands which confuse people. So, for example, if I want to get to the settings menu in Talkback, then it's a flick up the screen and then across to the right. So that's one continuous motion. It's like doing a back to front, upside down letter L in print, or capital L. Um, so you go from the bottom of the screen up and then to the right. If you want to do a home function, as in you don't want to waste your time going down to the home button, down the bottom, double tapping on it, you can do a one finger flick up the screen and to the left in again one motion. So it's that one, so that's the opposite one to the previous one for settings. Or if you want to do a back function, you can do a one finger flick down the screen and then go to the left. But like I said, you don't have to use those commands if you don't want to. So can, can gonna, I ask you? Yes, mate. Um, uh, a good example for me, like uh, I was talking briefly just my um, use of talkback over the weekend. Like mm -hmm. if I wanted to access the um, where you dictate to the Google keyboard, like yep. and you have to access that um, little icon to activate it. How, yep. how do you access that using talkback? Uh, normally, you would just go down to the chalk. It's normally is it normally a, is it near your spacebar, for example? No, it's in the top right. It's a little uh, microphone or something in the top right. Yeah. Oh, stop right. Okay. I would, what I tend to do on that, those sort of screens, I tend to learn, I, I learn where the icon is. So if you touch uh, directly on it, or I, there was one application, I can't remember what it was now, but I knew if I touched the top of the screen and it said, if, and it said the name of an icon, for example, I knew that if I flicked to the left, I'd find the button that I want. 
So I sort of use the other icons around the button that I want to get to if I don't touch it on it directly to access that button. Because what you don't oh, want to do yep. is start from the bottom of the screen and go left, 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 going, I'm going to get there eventually. Um, there is a command in, you know, I might get this one slightly wrong up because I, I'm still switching over from voice view, um, which was the old screen reader on Samsung to talk back. But um, there was a command that you could do in talk back, which would jump you to the top of the screen on the top left-hand side <clears throat> or the bottom of the screen on the, on the bottom right-hand side. Oh, um, okay. So, so oh, that, yeah, sorry, it's, uh, it's the top right of the keyboard. Yeah. Okay. Oh. okay. So, yeah. So even find it on the, on the screen, but just tap touching on the screen because we've talked back, it won't activate unless you double tap on it. And um, may I just say that, um, yeah, I thought that was a good feature of TalkBack. You can just, you can turn it off by double clicking the volume or up and down volume keys <coughs> together. Correct. And exactly. Yeah. And that was a really good feature. To <coughs> it is good. Yeah. Particularly when you've got somebody silent using the phone, because I don't feel like hitting you over the head then. It's like, can you <laughs> stop this thing talking at me? Um, <laughs> so no, so no, it's, it, it's, it, it's actually a really good feature. So on the iPhone, it's, you know, you press your side button three times. It does the same thing. Um, but yeah, the, the, the volume up and the volume buttons are great. Um, so yeah, so and then other other weird applications that I've used. So for example, um, there's a program for weather that I use called AccuWeather. Um, and the problem is when people update the app sometimes, of course, they don't think about accessibility. And I found over the years that sometimes the buttons in the app read properly, as in you know, check, uh, check, sky, check temperature, check rainfall, that sort of stuff. The buttons oh, change. Button so they, yeah, so they become button buttons or untitled button, um, particularly the one in the Coffee Link app that I use all the time on my phone, which is the one that I have to press on the top left-hand side called untitled. It takes me to my main drinks menu for my coffee machine. Because um, I don't know what it is of mine, Michael, but when I run the app and it, it always, I don't know why it has to do it, but every time I run the app, even though I've run it before, it always has to search for my coffee machine. Yeah, mine, I, I'm guessing we're running the same app, but yeah. all my, my tabs are all down the bottom of the screen. That's right, the exactly. Everything. Yep. Yeah, but does, and, does, does yours want to keep finding your coffee machine all the time? Yeah, I, I've learned because I was just leaving the app running and then sometimes it would reconnect, it would then, it'd be just in there with the mm. coffee machine there and then when i'd click on it and say your coffee machine's sleeping do you want to wake yeah. it up and i go yeah. well it's not sleeping but yes and i'd just get stuck in a loop so i've yeah. learned now to shut the app down every time and open mm. it fresh every oh thank time. god because that's what i do <laughs> yeah yeah well that's what i do too now so it's yeah. like everything and and earl you'll learn persistence pays off and you'll teach yourself good habits to get into for doing all of this sort of stuff and just another thing for your dictation problem you will learn to speak slower and clearer when you're talking to the phone. You've got to get that good, slow, steady speech going. Yeah, it does take a while to um, yeah, do it. Yeah. All um, takes practice. With your, so, sorry. sorry, I was just going to say with your dictation, remember you can do it the old fart fashion way, which is, Hello, new line. My name is Cynthia, full stop, new line, new paragraph. Like really dictated out to get that grammatical yeah. paragraph yeah. and everything. 
It is, oh, you know, it is slow, but by doing it that way, I actually find that I do speak a lot slower and it actually comes out in English. Hmm. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, no gobbledygook. Just a, just a point regarding what you were talking about previously. It's a while mm. back now. But you were saying you can get like uh, different screens, like three icons or whatever. Different launches. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yep. Um, I was just wondering, you're saying you can increase the text size. So does the increased text size depend on those screens or are you saying you can increase the text size, whatever screen you're on? No, it, I, it's just large. It's larger icons on the system itself. Oh, right. um, oh, so, oh, okay, so oh, fair enough, yeah. No yeah, so, so it's that's why it's called a launcher because whatever application you're still using, if that has text that can be resized, then yes, it'll happen. But if it doesn't have text that can be resized, no, it won't happen. Um, but is there a section in the display settings to enlarge your text normal on your normal Samsung I think launcher? There, I think there might. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know iPhone's be. got it, but I, I've never really used it. Oh, no, it's just... I increase the text size on the Android uh, mm. without those uh, screens, yep. and I still find it quite small. For, uh, yeah. I know other people. Well, I've taken it to the Samsung shop. I haven't asked about that, but well, the other thing you can do is if you go, the text size because I couldn't read it that large. Yeah, but, if you go yeah. into the Play Store or the Google Play, the uh, Play Store, which is Google, or the Samsung Play Store, if you just type in the word launcher or large print launcher, um, it'll bring up all the different types of launchers that you can actually use, and they're all free. Um, well, ex ex except for that very expensive one, which is the synaptic one. I mean, you'll get some of the very expensive ones. That I used to have Nova anyway. Launcher, which was a paid. Well, you get the Nova Launcher Pro, but Nova oh, okay. Launcher has one. Yeah, but, but most of them are free you anyway. Can change the grid. Yeah, you can actually yeah. change the grid size, which you can mm. put more or less icons on the screen, and they're larger. But mm. yeah, I mean, that's the nice thing about the phone. You can really, you can really customize the, the stuff over. The other thing you can do is that you've got lots of choices with the the speech synthesizer that TalkBack uses as well. So you can have lots and lots and lots of different voices as well if you want to. Okay, thank you. Um, but, yeah, um, so because at the moment, like I was talking about maybe, if I was looking back maybe about six years ago, I would I would say if somebody said to me what's the difference between an iPhone and an Android phone, I'd say an iPhone's at about 100%. An Android phone would probably be about, if I was being very, very nice, 65%. But these days, I reckon it's, you know, if I said the iPhone was 100% overall for accessibility, then I would say Android phones about between 85 and 90%. That's how close it's getting now. Um, because one, one of the things, and this doesn't affect you well at, the, at all, but the Braille support on um, Android is absolutely appalling still. So I know they just did a major update, but it's still nowhere where... Um, where Braille support is on the iPhone. And the other thing that's very disappointing for me a little bit on Android is with when you use a Bluetooth keyboard. So you can plug in a Bluetooth keyboard or a standard keyboard into your Android and your iPhone if you want to. And VoiceOver has commands plus using the standard keyboard functions, you know, to arrow around inside an edit field to do lots and lots of navigation. Using a a, um, a keyboard and on Android, you can press basically up and down, left and right, and hit enter to go all over the place. Yes, you do have certain Android keyboard shortcuts, but there's no custom keyboard settings as far as I can find for actual gestures for talkback to make it easier 
for you to use the, the keyboard. So one of the main things that I use on my Bluetooth kit on my iPhone all the time is the find command. So if I want to find, um, say, where something starts on a web page, so I might think, look, you know, it should be the word, the word should be, I don't know, OrCam or RS Vision or whatever I'm looking for. So I'll, I'll put in the command on the keyboard, you know, the command for find, type in the text on the keyboard, hit enter, and then that will take me to the first occurrence of that word. I just wish, and then maybe I, I still can't find it, I just wish there was a command like that on Android because I'd love to be able to type in the phone command on a keyboard, type in what I'm searching for and hit enter. Did you ever come across a command like that at all, Michael, in your travels? Um, I don't think so. I just wish, I mean, Talkback actually has a phone command, which I can't remember what the gesture is, but I just thought that still, that still makes me, I'm still going to use the on-screen keyboard or I guess I can voice dictate, which is not too bad. But it, sometimes it's just nice to just type on a real keyboard. I think sometimes, so that would be lovely if I could. Um, the other thing I was going to mention was a few peripherals or a few hardware things that you can stick on your Android phone that makes it easier. So we always talk about um, optical character recognition. So that's where you point your point the camera of your phone at a piece of paper and it reads back to you. And if you do it holding in your hand, um, if your hand trembles or moves or does something weird, with the camera focus, it's like that old computer adage, garbage in, garbage out. So it'll speak rubbish to you or hardly anything at all. Uh, and I always recommend people get a hold of a, of a smartphone stand. So you put the camera in this little claw that holds the camera still. And the one that I've got here, which is called the Archon stand, A-R-K-O-N, Archon stand, I can point, I can adjust that claw on this little articulated arm to any direction that I want to point. I can do it up at the ceiling, angled up at the ceiling. I can do it out the window, the other direction. I can do it facing me, upside down or down towards the table. So whether I'm actually, you know, calling somebody to get some help about maybe plugging in something or to look at a computer screen or done via video chat, I can put the camera in any angle I want. Or if I'm scanning some text, I put the document or, you know, piece of mail or whatever on the table, point the camera at it, and then, hey, presto, it then reads it to me because it's actually holding it still. Or, I'm sure you've answered this in the past, but hmm. is it available on the Vision Australia store? Yes, it is. Cool. So if you just put the word... here I come. Yeah, I know. So if you just put the word Archon in, it's one that um, my wife suggested to me because she does a lot of FaceTime, not FaceTime, Whatever video, whenever you do a video conference or a broadcast on Facebook, whatever that's called, she does that. So she gets people logging in and looking at her card making online because she runs courses. So she's got one, one icon stand on her iPhone pointing the camera at her face. And then she's got a clip on that icon stand, which we don't sell at Vision Australia, which is for her iPad. So people can see her face and then she can see exactly what's being broadcast on the iPad screen, all on the same stand. Yeah, it's an um, A-R-C-O-N or C-H-O? A-R-K-O-N. Ah, well, there you go. So I knew I wasn't going to get it right. Yeah, I can't stand. Uh, and it's, fant it's fantastic. I think it's only $150 for memory. The other thing that's really good for uh, is for doing video magnification. So if you're a low vision person and you want to turn your phone into a video camera 
or otherwise called a closed circuit TV. So you point your camera at something and then you can enlarge what your camera is looking at or you can change the colors on the screen. So you might think, oh, look, I want everything to be in black or white or white on black or blue on yellow. You can change all those colors in the app and then whatever that camera then sees inside that application you're running on your Android phone will be what you're seeing. And that stuff works really, 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 really nicely. Um, so a, a, some sort of desktop stand that you can put your, your smartphone in is an absolute, it's, it's one of those must-have must gadgets um, for your smartphone. They work really nicely. Um, does anybody have any questions? So I know Earl's asked a few. Does anybody else have any questions at all? Forever hold your peace if you don't. Can. No. Then I'll start. George, have you gone to sleep? Dave, I've got one. Yes. And you're talking about talkback and, mm. and how good it is in some ways compared to iOS. Yeah. Now, I can't believe that the uh, that the Android OS mm. will work on great on one phone, but not on the other. And I'm talking about the Oppo phone, which is what you were talking yep. about earlier. Yep. Why is that? Is it because ah, of got, a, oh, yeah. if you get it. and and this is why I like iPhone because mm. and and I keep telling people that mm -hmm. it it doesn't matter what Android phone I'm using. Mm. It's going to be a different experience for everyone. Correct. And the reason for that is two reasons. Um, number one is when the only real Android operating system that exists on the planet <laughs> is the one from Google itself. So when you buy a Pixel phone or you buy a Pixel tablet, you're getting proper Android 100%. So no when bloatware. No bloatware and no what they call modified or forked versions of the operating system because when you run the you know run android software on different manufacturers phone they add bloatware to it plus they also make changes to the the operating system the basic stuff is the same but they add more stuff to it so that's why i say to people is just because whatever it is version 14 came out for the pixel does not mean that you're going to get it on on your whatever phone you might have you might have to wait 18 months or six months or you might never get it um yeah, wait for the manufacturer to correct. do their stuff exactly to it and change yeah. it yeah where with iphone everybody gets it the same day across the world correct exactly yeah so yeah. so yeah so that's why it's all different so because people say to me, well, it works on your Samsung. And I say, yeah, I know that. But th th that does not mean it's going to work on your phone, unfortunately. Um, and for some reason, that's again why we recommend the Samsung. Because overall, Samsung's been the most stable smartphone. So when we started dealing with Android at Vision Australia back in about 2012 or 13, um, we still recommend those sort of phones. So if you go to Aldi, and yes, you can put TalkBack on an Android phone from Audi for whatever it is, $100, a couple hundred dollars or something. Um, yes, it may work, but there's also a chance it may not work. So if you don't mind wasting a couple of hundred bucks on the chance it may not work, then, you know, go for it. You, you might win in the end. I um, think with Samsung, they've got a philosophy of 
being accessible as well. I think that's why they're so much better than a lot of them because yeah. they do have the philosophy of accessibility. They do because I mean they've got they've got you know speech in their you know the TVs and everything. Although interestingly, Michael, you'd sort of wonder why they dropped dropped the voice view screen reader though. Um, well, I think the, the problem was it was too many. It was too too different. It's like. Google were trying to do talkback and they were doing their own, which I, I agree. They need one for every device. So hmm. uh, I think that's where Google's just said to them, well, look, get rid of yours hmm. because theirs was good, but it's pretty much the same as talkback anyway. I'm sure it was just a fork of talkback. Yeah, I, I used to I used to love um, voice view because it, it, it reminded me so much like iOS. It was such a simple translation between voiceover on the iphone and voiceover on the samsung phone um so it was just nice it was who was that breathing heavily just then that was george, Me. george right. <laughs> no, sorry. i, I was right. gonna say dave so are you saying that it, that google are allowing their operating system to be outsourced and therefore you can make modifications to it well android and is open on your source. phone yeah android's open oh, source if you want to, you can go to you can go to the operating system and you could hack it as much as you really want if you're capable of doing that. Mm. Um, so absolutely, yeah, and that's uh, why uh, that's why people talk about you know, oh, I got this fork version of Android and I could do X. It's like people when they buy Linux, you can or Linux or other versions of Unix, um, you can do anything you like, but as long as you've got the skill and the know-how, you can modify it to the cows come home. Is that is that the reason why talkback wouldn't work on all phones because each manufacturer mm -hmm. is playing around with it and modifying yes, it. Correct. Spot on. Spot on. And this is why the iPhone is a, a lot better in that it's more stable in that way. Well, it is, but in, in the defense of sort of Android, I can't believe I'm defending Android, but never mind. Um, no, I can't believe <laughs> I'm being, a good I'm being a good technology person tonight. I'm getting warmed up for the Apple keynote tomorrow morning at 3 a.m. Um, in, 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 in Android's defense, the other thing that I always say to people, if your phone's working perfectly, and the same goes for the iPhone, if your whatever phone you've got, so I have not updated my phone from the Z Flip 3. Um, I don't want the 4, I don't want the 5 when it comes out, nor do I want any other ones that this thing really, really dies on me. Um, and my, even my S10 is pretty, pretty good. And that phone's what, about five years old now. So as long as it's working, because um, mm -hmm. you always run the risk, and I know this doesn't apply to Apple stuff, but in Windows and laptops and, and you know, even some smart TVs, there's no guarantee that the accessibility from your existing one is going to be as good as the new one. You've always run that risk of maybe something not quite working properly. There is a good probability these days that it may be okay and good, but you always want that risk of when you update something, it may not be as good as you, as you thought it was going to be. And you can't downgrade from a, like a new uh, version. Michael? No, Can you? you can't. You used to be able to with Android. Uh, mm -hmm. I think about Android 6 or 7, they stopped you rolling back because I remember back in the day, it, it used to break many things when you do an update. It would break many accessible stuff back then. Um, but, yeah, I remember updating, I think it was my Note 3. Mm -hmm. I updated it to the Android and something broke. 
and mm. I tried going back and broke the phone completely. Mm. This is why I've always said, and mm. uh, I know it's forces for courses, that when you're dealing with a manufacturer of a phone and a developer of a software that are two different entities, mm. then the support isn't going to be there as, as much as it, as it would be in the Apple Situation. No, and, and look, can I say when I email Apple, it's been, I don't know if it's because I've been talking to these guys for um, 14 years now or not, but um, I always get a reply back and I always see something changing somewhere along the line. Um, every time I've emailed Apple access, uh, Android accessibility, it's, you know, I sort of get the general, you know, thanks for your email and we'll let the people know and we'll, we'll take it on board and blah, 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 but nothing ever happens. Oh, I love the the Apple accessibility hotline. That's just awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah just awesome. In, You're straight through. Yeah, keep in mind there is one on Android. Um, sorry, on, on both Android and the iPhone. So inside the Be My Eyes app, there's a thing called Specialist. And inside the Specialist one, there's one on there's one on Android. And I think it's, it's a bit weird because it only runs in certain times of the day in the US. So... I think you have to sort of get up in the middle of the middle of the uh, sorry very early in the morning our time to use it um but the microsoft one's there as well so keep that in mind if you want to get some support directly from android um now i think it's still there the last time i checked was about 12 months ago um and i can't see any reason why they wouldn't have, wouldn't have got rid of it. but there's definitely no as far as i know there's no telephone number that you can ring like in australia for for apple support on any system there's no phone number for Android. The only Android accessibility support is either you email them, look at their website, um, or use the specialist support in the Be My Eyes app. Um, and the other thing I was also going to mention on Android, which is a bit of a negative one, is because it seems that people that produce apps for Android and Android itself is not very good at vetting applications for malware, um, there's been a few issues that uh, people have found and eventually Android's found or Google's found. Uh, for example, there's one app that I can't remember, it's been in the news quite recently where um, it was recording up, I think it was up to 15 or 13 seconds of audio. So no matter what you were doing, and even if you felt the app was closed down, it wasn't, it was still recording. Um, I don't know if it was the Ring video doorbell or something else, but um, one of the people that you know, checks these things for security and so on. Um, caught this app doing that. And then more a couple of years ago, there was a big... Well, I know Amazon and Ring are in, in the news right now and they're in trouble over something like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, you again, you're not going to be as absolute secure as you are on the iPhone than you are on Android. But then again, if you always use, you know, the ABC Listen app for the ABC, ABC iView, um, you know, for watching, you know, Australian Story, because tonight it's got the guys on it that uh, wrote and still develop um, non-visual desktop, the screen reader for Windows, which is still completely free. Um, if you use those sort of programs, you know, Audible, Kindle, all sort of the major ones, which sort of excludes Ring because they're not the major anymore because they've been very naughty, um, then, then you're pretty much fine. I mean, I haven't got a virus or malware as far as I know on my phone since I've had this Z3 for a couple of years now. But then again, I just use standard apps. I don't go into the, the app store and download Joe Bloggs's Fire from Timbuktu, which does something weird to my phone or my something else. Because the other thing um, that just reminded me, I 
there was a we had a support worker for one of my guys who's um got neuropathy and he couldn't use his phone properly for some odd reason so his support worker downloaded something to his phone and i don't know what happened to the 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 operating system but i on that particular android phone i can't use talkback anymore it's almost completely unusable so because it's got all my son's content on it i don't i don't want to back it up or miss stuff that he might have backed up and having to reset the phone again so i've just sent him just anything goes wrong with your phone from now on dude it's, it's your problem i can't access it anymore um so there we go so uh can i have a time check because i've just completely turned off my speech and i'm sitting away from my keyboard at the moment how's the time going on the dot eight thirty. oh my god you mean i've literally been gas bagging we're all been gas bagging for almost 60 minutes it's pretty impressive and it's time for me to get a bed come on uh, hey are you getting up at 3 a.m yep i'm gonna do a tweet i'm gonna do a test tweet george you better I'll answer me. I'll have it on do not disturb. I'll go, George, George, George. <laughs> I'll tweet you. I'll tweet you. Jungle George. I'll tweet you. Hey, oh, oh, well, very good. Michael, are you, getting, are you getting up? I am not. Oh, come on. Where's your no. spirit, mate? I, Just I'm, lie in I'm bed. Keen. I, we all know what's bed, coming. Michael. Look, I lie used to... Lie in bed and listen to it. My oh. wife will have my... <laughs> your keys to the car or something. Yeah, yeah. You don't play with the car anymore. All right. Yeah, does anybody, does it? Does any? Oh, do you have any final questions about this evening, or have I missed anything you're interested in? Oh no, that was, that was really good. Thank, thanks, David, for all your time. And um, yeah, please send me. Uh, I'll send you that, that whole list. I'll, I'll still get your email address. Yep, that's fine. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah. And this, will, like I said, on my IC podcast, which is on davidwoodbr.podbean.com, um, I'll put this up as a, a podcast tomorrow, or. If I can't go to sleep tonight because I'm too, as I said in my dab when I was little, because I'm too excited about the thing that's happening tomorrow, I might even edit the podcast and stick it out tonight. So have a look at davidwoodbr.podbean.com and it'll definitely be there tomorrow. If not, it'll be there tonight. So with that, thank you everyone for listening and uh, at least for the podcast, we'll talk to you next time.